What I do get a lot, and I wouldn't say this, what I'm about to say is hate, but when I pull up places, if, I, if I'm actually driving, because I don't drive every day. I drive when I'm in between drivers. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I do it on an as-needed basis or, you know, whatever, how I'm feeling. But I do get a lot. They're like, what are you doing driving a truck? You too pretty to be driving. And what do you say? And what do I say? You know, I'm coining this. Pretty people need money, too. That's what I tell them. That's right. Pretty people need right. money, too. I mean, unless you giving some money away, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't get that memo. Let's go, man. We are back. Another episode of the Instincts Podcast, where we teach you how to turn your trials and tribulations into celebrations. I am with Toba Did It. <laughs> now, y'all don't know what that is, but that's her name. If you don't know it by now, write it down. Tova did it. The first thing we asked Tova is real simple on the Instincts Podcast. If you had to choose one situation in life, we all have challenges, but what's the most challenging thing in life you've had to overcome and how did you overcome it? Well, I would have to say, being that the person that I am, a lot of things are actually not challenging. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and I don't mean to sound a certain way, but they really aren't. Most things no, I try to do, I'm able to needle it down and accomplish it, get it done. But I would say in um, the trucking industry, being a male-dominated industry, um, the challenges that I face are, you know, people not being confident in me, thinking that I can actually do, you know, what it is that needs to be done, um, you know, whether or not I'm going to be successful, if I'm going to fold. When I am yeah. successful, they're looking at me kind of sideways like, oh, they don't want me to continue to succeed. Really? So, yeah, you got some haters, you know, some haters, some people that are envious. Um, but, so I mean, I guess that comes with anything. So you, it's safe to say the most challenging thing you deal with every day is being a young lady in a male-dominated industry. That would be correct. Okay, so let's talk about that first. Now, what we do, the format of the show, we start with that question. Okay. Then we take them to where you are, where you, you know, your business, you up and running. So all the ladies watching need to be inspired and understand that no matter what a man tells you, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you hear, you can still make it. So what do you do? Tell them what you do right now, the name of your company, and how they can find you. Okay, well, my name is Tova Reader. My company is TTR Enterprises, Inc. I am a 100% owned, uh, woman-owned business uh, trucking company. Uh, in the metro Atlanta area, we specialize in flatbed freight. Um, nice. Yeah, around the southeastern region. Um, pretty much local drivers right. is what I have. Okay. Um, have three trucks. Nice. And yeah, right now I'm looking to do some expanding with um, leased on and always looking for drivers. Nice. Okay. So I tell you what, I heard you got an RV I can borrow. No, okay. I do. <laughs> we need to bring that out to being anchor so I can set the RV up out here, man. That's gonna Let's be cool. Do it. We got. Look, I love this show because collabs be coming up like midstream. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's talk about this real quick. How did you get into it? Now, when I knew you, you were into cosmetology. Correct. You look the part, that's for Correct. sure. Correct. I'm still into cosmetology. Okay. And you know I wear more than one hat okay. at all times. But <laughs> I'm still <laughs> I'm still into cosmetology, a hairdresser, and um, but I got into it by way of 
uh, at the time when I was married. Okay. The um, the guy that I was married to, his family was a trucking family. They were in the trucking okay. industry. Okay. So with me being cur- curious about things and wanting to learn more and like, hey, well, let's do that. That looks like it's a good thing to be doing. Let's 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 do that. So we kind of got it going. And I was doing mostly like the paperwork, the back end, the office, you know, office um, admin. Task. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the admin things. And um, with me looking at it, I'm like, okay, if we're gonna be doing this, let me learn how to drive. I just want to know how to do everything. So okay. I don't want to have a truck. And you know, some people, some may go south. Anything can happen. So okay. I just wanted to be prepared. So let me get my license. That way, if I need to move a truck, I won't be at someone else's mercy. Gotcha. Saying, hey, can you come do this? Yeah. Can right. you come do this? Or hey, you know whatever the situation is, you need me. Right. So, hey, you can get stepping and I keep on rolling. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's how I got into the actual driving part of it. Well, your your spirit has always been positive ever since I've known you. You've just always been like this. My question before we get into the trucking industry, common mistakes people make, we're going to talk to some people who want to own a truck, some things you've had to overcome getting it. How did you become so positive and optimistic? You answered the question by saying, look, Brian, I don't have a whole bunch of challenges because I'm going to get it done. Have you always been like this or yes. did you become that way? I was always, I've always been like this. And that the question was kind of like, what challenge? Um, wow. I don't know what that's like, but. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I just kind of decide that I'm going to do something and figure out how to do it. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of work through it, figure it out. All right, so check this out. It's my job to tap into this. Okay. Since you have never had a challenge, I got to find one. Based this on is stuff. about to be the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this interview is her challenge. This okay. Is my challenge. Okay, so I noticed you mm-hmm. said the guy you were married to. Correct. That's past tense. Past tense. Uh, did you have a challenging, was something challenging there? Yes, of course. Um, let's see, how can I put it? <laughs> I mean, we I have challenges. So, we gonna help, yeah, we gonna it help was somebody. definitely a challenge at the time. Um, I kind of was doing a little better than he was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and certain things he may not have been used to. And then when you come into making a certain amount of money, more mm-hmm. money, some people may not react a certain way, you gotcha. know, to gotcha. making money. And it kind of changes the dynamic of the relationship. Of the relationship. Yeah. So okay. this is a great, great topic, though, yeah, because before we even get into trucks, <laughs> how, how does somebody as independent as yourself, you make great money, you got your own mind, you everything that you would think most guys would want. But guys seem to be intimidated. How do you overcome that and balance out this? Look, I'm independent, but I know how to be a young lady. I know how to, um, whatever you want to define as your role in a relationship. How do you overcome guys who are intimidated by your success? Well, for me, and and that's a thing that people can be intimidated by you or what you may have going on. But I don't try to convince anybody to not be intimidated. I think that if I intimidate you, then I'm not the one for you. <laughs> I'm not trying to convince you to not be intimidated. Yeah, dark in your you know? All right. yeah so yeah, I mean, I don't want to be, because that can be issues down the line, you know, if someone feels intimidated or feels a certain way, like if I make you feel like that, then maybe you and I aren't supposed to be together together like that. Right. Do you find it happen? Does it happen a lot? Like, like initially, are they all of that? And then when they find out you successful, they try to darken your shine? Or do you find that most guys 
love the fact that you No, most people most guys or whatever they love the fact of you know i hustle i grind i do you know do what i do right okay. so most people aren't intimidated by it that i'm aware of gotcha. you know okay yeah all right so let's talk to people who don't really understand um how profitable getting your CDL or, or get the CDL is the license. Correct. But owning the actual truck, how does a person like yourself, how is the money actually made? Shipping, um, I've heard about logistics. Help, help me understand the different ways to get paid in the trucking business. You can get paid several ways. The way that currently I'm getting paid, um, I have a truck, I have a trailer that I own my truck and my trailer, which oh. is a flatbed trailer. Okay. Um, and I haul the freight for the shippers, whether it's um, direct shippers or brokers, but I haul mostly like landscaping and building materials. Okay. So that's what I haul. Anything that you can put on a flatbed, machinery, okay. equipment, they pay me to take it from point A to point B, and that's how I get paid. Now, I could also get paid if I <clears throat> had maybe like a dispatch company where okay. people would um dispatch out the loads to other drivers okay um you could also get paid by leasing on trucks to your company you own the truck but you, somebody else just you hire well, a driver they could own their they could be an owner operator they could own their own truck okay. and they just need someone to run up underneath their authority their operating authority okay gotcha okay right so right. you would, they would be running under your running under your business working under your name and under all your credentials and your business history like a franchise and, correct okay gotcha. correct okay just gotcha. like that okay so, i was gonna say is it is it similar to a barber he don't he doesn't have his own shop but he's getting a percent giving a percentage to the Shop. The owner. The owner Correct. of the shop until he gets his own if, he, if he wants to. Correct. Okay, okay gotcha. Correct. Or more like a McDonald's. That sounds more like a McDonald's. I can own the truck, but I'm under the McDonald's franchise. Well, I can own a McDonald's, but I'm under the McDonald's franchise. Correct. And okay. then I will get a percentage of their profit. Are you there? Do you do that now? Not yet. Okay. But You're soon too. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Soon too. So it's a lot of different things. If I own a flatbed and you own a flatbed, What's the di not what's the difference between me and you, but how does the client decide to go with you over me? What are some things that we can help people understand regarding um, getting business? How do we get? How do you get business? You get business by being on time sh on time shipping. You know, making okay. your deliveries on time, your pickups on time. So okay. your performance that would kind of be like if you have a satisfactory or unsatisfactory kind of rating. They have a uh, like, like a anything. website, yeah, yeah, like anything. Yeah. There's somewhere they can go and say, Shut "Hey, out. they're late all the time," or the <laughs> the freight. You know, you want to get Broke. the freight to them undamaged. <laughs> right, right. You know, you don't want to get it. You know, some 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 shipments get stolen, and you know, all kind of crazy things. Really? Yeah, it can happen. Has anything crazy happened to you yet? Yeah. All the time. Not all the time, but, but things do happen. Um. What's the crazy thing? When we so many, many years ago, my mom tried her hand in it. My sister tried her hand in it. They both had had a truck, and uh, my mom had this one driver, and you know, drivers, <laughs> you know, you got, <laughs> you got good ones, you got bad ones. You wreck? Well, he didn't wreck, but he lost the load of lumber. So you know, when you see the interstate where they have the ramps they have a sharp curve yeah, and it has yeah. the sign slow down in the arrow and anyway he went into the curve fast and it spun off it didn't spin off but like if you hit the brakes the freight is going to keep going and object in motion is going to remain in motion. in motion right 
so the lumber flew off and we oh, were God. trying to like salvage and not have insurance claims. So that's one of those growing pains. Right. We were up in South Carolina, Tennessee somewhere, trying to like get all the lumber up so she didn't have a claim. And he was like less than a mile from the delivery point. It was it right was there. Just, it was right there. It's, it's part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, growing pains. But that's what makes you sharper, better. You have to go through the growing pains. You got to go through the bad drivers. You got to go through the claims or you got to go through whatever. And then when you encounter it, it doesn't shake you so much. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't shake you so much. Like when I first started, everything was like, you know, was stressed out. Like, oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? You know, you think about all these things that could happen. Right. And then once you go through a few things, you're like, OK, well, if this happens, this is what we do. If this happens, you call this. If You know, you have you have a go-to. That's right. Oh, that's you right. have an out. <laughs> well, let's, I mean, let's talk to all entrepreneurs. We'll stop trucking for one second. Your, your positive attitude, your entrepreneurship for so many years, cosmetology, cosmetology, truck driving. Let's talk to all entrepreneurs. What would you say are two things every entrepreneur starting out needs to understand about going in business for themselves? You got to have a positive attitude. You got to be solution oriented. What like young ladies are watching right now saying, I think I want to own my own business. What should they understand? You should understand that you're you're going to run into obstacles. Hmm. You're and not one, not two, not three. You're gonna want to quit, but you just have to keep going. Hmm. That that's gonna come because I quit every week. I'm like I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm just Lord. Not Jesus. every week. <laughs> every week I quit. Right. I quit, but you gotta say, hey, okay, this is you know what I'm doing and just keep on pushing. What you know? makes you come back? Okay, when you quit, I'm done this week. What I makes quit. you, what, the next sentence, <laughs> is, it, is it, oh, but I got bills. What, like, what's the, what's the thing you say to yourself that make you come back? So the thing that I say, because trucking is very profitable, Okay. That, like that's why I got my license once we had drivers and I'm like, okay, they gonna give you this to go from here to here and it's only gonna take, I can do that. Right. That's, I'm like, right. I can do that. Right. Oh, I can do that all day. <laughs> I'm like, it's like taking candy from a baby, baby, certain things, you okay. know, it's just all in your perspective. Um, but what what keeps me coming back is because right now there are plenty of things, plenty of ways to make money. But then right now I'm like, OK, so if I quit. What am I going to do to make this kind of money? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Bounce you back to reality. Right. right like, mm, I can't do that. Right. Yeah, no, can't do that either. So I'm back just, at it. Yeah, here we go. I just just keep grinding. Keep grinding. Keep yeah. grinding. So male dominated industry, young lady making it happen. Talk to me about what you experience when you say they hate on you or don't want you to do well. Is it covert? Is it blatant? Have you ever had somebody blatantly just like, what you doing here? Well, I wouldn't slick? say it wouldn't be well. What I do get a lot, and I wouldn't say this. What I'm about to say is hate, but when I pull up places, if I, if I'm actually driving, because I don't drive every day, I drive when I'm in between drivers. Okay, gotcha. So if you need yeah, to do I kind of yeah, I do it on a as needed basis or you know whatever how I'm feeling. But I do get a lot. They're like, "What are you doing driving a truck? You too pretty to be driving." And what do you say? And what do I say? You know, I'm coining this. Pretty people need money, too. That's what I tell them. That's right. 
pretty people need right. money too. I mean, unless you giving some money away, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't get that memo. But um, because I'm pretty, what? Right. I can't do what because I look how? Right. Like, because because so. because in essence, if you were saying if you were a model, you wouldn't get that comment. So what right, really are they baby. saying? What are they really saying when they say you too pretty? Yeah, what is like, this? A, a, oh, a ugly industry? Right. That's right. what I'm saying. Or or which you know, I can take it either way. You know, take, I try to take it as a compliment. Like, oh. um... You're the prettiest truck driver we've ever seen. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. I can, I live can with that. deal with that. Right. So I get that a lot. Um, Do you have clients that are concerned because you're a female? Nope. They, they, I don't never. think so. Okay. They may initially, but I don't think so. Because, I mean, I come in there and, for instance, like if you have... Um, maybe like backing up. We do a lot of things where you go on a job site, which is kind of like off-road. You know, you see a lot of van, what well, they call them van, but trucks that go to maybe like Home Depots and Walmarts and stuff. Okay. So <clears throat> sometimes when we're taking loads and freight, it's to some things that they're just building. So it may be off-road. It may be something back here that like you have to have some skills. Really? That big 18-wheeler? You, I've been in some crazy places with that truck. Really? Now, everything, in other words, and everything's not paved. Everything is not paved. Everything, because everything has to start from some point, from a scratch. Right. You know, right. I've and been through, yeah, all kinds of things. So sometimes you have to show your driving skills, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, we had guys. You know, it took them X amount of tries to do. You know, whatever it is that it. You know, if you can drive, you can drive. Right. And once, <laughs> once they see you know how to do what you came to do. Right. What are we talking about? Right. Gotcha. Okay. I got, no, I love it. I love it. So to a young lady who's thinking about getting in the trucking industry, give them some pros, give them some cons. The pros are obviously the money. Correct. Freedom and flexibility. Correct. Should you, should you set your business up the right way? Any other pros um, for a young lady who feels like, ah, I want to do it, but I'm nervous. What, what, how can we help them overcome? Give them another pro to help them overcome their fears. Another pro to help you overcome your fear. Um, I mean, it just gives you so much freedom and confidence. Mm. Um, yeah, it gives you confidence to know once you know what you know, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. Mm -hmm. And once you learn it, even if you're intimidated, once you learn it, you got it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's nothing else routine. to be. Um, yeah, it's routine. It's nothing to be worried about or threatened about. You can hold your head up with confidence saying, hey, I know how to because I know how to do this. Right, because right, I get with guys all the time, and I kind of leave them in the dust. I was gonna say I would think yeah. it would give you a little edge, because they uh, it's it nothing does. like being underestimated, and then you then the respect level multiplies up. by ten when they see that you're not you're not you, you're not yeah, a joke. You're not to be played with. Yeah. Like, oh, she's serious. She just looks like that. She can do just what I can do, or she can do it better. Right. Or because women, we're more detail oriented, so. We're more likely, I think, to be more safe drivers, careful, you know, yeah. more careful mm -hmm. and cautious drivers. That's just me. Right. Um, I've heard that, you know. Women tend to take yeah, it easy. Yeah, we tend to take it easy. Speaking of that, let's talk about careful and cautious real quick. To a person like myself or viewers watching, talk to us about when y'all on the highway and some things that we need to watch 
out oh, and don't get in man. front of y'all and be slamming come on the brakes because it's low. You what would you like to tell us as drivers you when you come? Gave, you should have gave me this. I would have had a whole list of things. <laughs> okay, so what should let we Let us over. When you see the blinker <laughs> blinking, don't try to not let us over because if we want to get over. We're getting over. We're going to win. So... <laughs> Hands we're gonna down. win. Yeah, we're gonna win. Let so us just, over. I mean, a big thing to be a courteous driver. Yeah. You know, that's number one. Be a courteous driver and not to jump in front of a truck because people, they jump in front of a truck. Slam. Slam. Yeah, and we can't slow down. Right. I'm sure you've heard it, but we cannot slow down. If someone jumps in front of you, it takes us much longer to slow down right. because we have. The truck plus, you know, whatever the freight is, yep. it may be 80,000 pounds. You can't slow it down like you can slow down a car. And just stop. Right. You know what I had a guy tell me one time, told a truck driver, he said, he, this is exactly what he said. He said, you get over in front of me and slam on the brakes. It's going to be a And bad day. depending on the load I got back here, mm-hmm. now, I'm not saying this is right. He was like, the decision a lot of times is your car or this load. And this load is worth such and such. Your car worth such and such. But I was like, dang, he was just bold. Yeah, I was no. like, but the person's life, he was like, Brian, when people jump over in front of us, the load is going to continue. I got to protect. Like I he was like, yeah, he was like, I got to protect this load. It's not even protecting the load so much. Um, it's like if you, the thing is, when you're in a truck, you don't want to get off the road in the truck. So I'm almost like him, like, I'm not swerving this truck off the road. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do, but <laughs> it's not going to be me in the woods. Right, right, right. Absolutely. It's That's not even gonna worse. It's going to be me in the woods. That's even and, worse. um, you know, he's the load, he said, if he slams on brakes, like I said, the load flew off the truck, it, depending on what you have, it's still coming forward into that little cab. In the cab. Just onto the driver. Right. So, so yeah. yeah, you don't want that either because somebody want to just a check mm-hmm. or, you know, just careless driving right. or whatever. Right. So, yeah, just be a courteous driver. That helps. That helps. Um, that, that, if that starts, um, the <laughs> safety. starts and ends, like if you're courteous, that will prevent a lot of other problems on the road. Okay. So how did you go from, at some point you had a job? No. Never? Brad, when did I have a job? I don't tell you never In high job. school. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you, you're sure you never worked. Brian, you really trying to put my business no, out? No, I'm just I trying just... to remember. I'm trying to transition. Like... Brian, what job you saw me at? Ever. I, I, no, I'm just playing. I'm I, playing with you. I had one job. You've always been an entrepreneur. Always. From 13. You know I started doing hair when I was 13. This is true. This I know. I had a couple of jobs in the mall. And I, so I did go to school. I have a degree in computer information systems. Okay. Awesome. So, and I did have one job. With them. One them. One job. That was it. Yeah, one job, and that was right when I was starting my trucking company after I, you know, was divorced and everything. Right. And um, I did that for one year. And I sat in there like, I was so bored because I'm a busybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a busybody. I like to do a lot of things. So I was in there like at work thinking like, what else could I be doing? Like, I could be doing so many other things. Right. I need to be able to move around. I need to be able to do this, this, you know, do more than just what I'm doing because the job, it didn't require that much. So. Right. I always ask entrepreneurs, because it's funny, I was trying to transition you into how did you transition, but you're right. (laughs) I'm like, I don't remember Tova having a job. I'm trying to get more people to understand the value of being an entrepreneur and not to be so afraid of it. 
Right. You seem like it seems like since you were 13 years old, you've always just had it in you. That I've a, that's the only thing I know. If I don't get it, if I don't get it, it's not even a question. Right. I gotta get it. It's right. more of a statement. Right. I have to get it. Right. Whatever I want to get, I have to figure out how I'm gonna get it. Yeah. And and I I think everybody watching who is either making a transition from a job to become an entrepreneur or thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, as long as you understand this, there's more responsibility with it. Nobody's going to tell you what to do every single day. You have to be your own boss. But the rewards of becoming that person are so worth it. Right. It gives you my thing is freedom. It's just overall freedom and confidence to do what I want to do and to be able to do it. When you want to do it. When you want to do it. How you want to do do it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's freedom. Yeah. It's like you don't have to worry about, oh, can I get these days off, these six days, my holiday time, and how much are they going to pay me or whatever, you know. Do you find find that, could you date a person with a job? Do you think that... (laughs) I mean, in other words, I mean, I mean... Yes, I could. It well, on what the, yes, I could. Yeah, yeah because I could. because I could. I mean, we would have different lifestyles and mindsets about things. If they're not an entrepreneur, they wouldn't think, you know, the way that things. I yeah, the way that I think about things. Because, like you said, some people have kind of like reservations or feel like you know they need the job. They, right. They need security. It, yeah, for security. Right. So I could. Right. Definitely. What kind of things you invest in? So as an entrepreneur, you know, we got to look out for our futures. We don't have um, somebody to match our 401k and all that good stuff. What kind of, what kind of investments right. you make? So I, along the way, I invested in real estate that I had some that I had rental properties and tenants in and, you know, dealing with people. You got what comes along with that when you have uh, rental and Correct. that kind of thing. So I've done that. I have um, IRAs. Good. I do that. I have some stocks. Good. Um, and I guess what the reason I asked that question is because I want entrepreneurs to understand another um, advantage and disadvantage is the advantage is you got to learn how to make other investments so your Definitely. future can be secure. Because whatever we're doing, we don't want to do for the rest of our lives if it's Correct. not passive income. Correct. But at the same time, it, it forces you to learn other industries so that your entrepreneurial mind can be used in more facets than just one. Right. But what do you say to the person that's trying to do like 15 things over? This you know the new you know these new cats <laughs> these new cats feel like they can they can drive a truck, have a barbershop, sell crypto, have a McDonald's. Nothing wrong with that stuff, but what do you say about people who are seropreneurs? What's your philosophy on that? Um I think that I won't say narrow it down to one, but you got to narrow it down, you know, master. where you can master be, yeah, be good at something, be very good at one thing at least. Right. You know, right. like you say, master at least one thing. Right. And then, you know, maybe tap into a couple of other things, but not all over the board because you may be spreading yourself too thin. It's so much time in a day. And, you know, I would say. Yeah, kind of narrow it down to at least master one thing. And then once you do that, then kind of you can check into some other things and see how it works. But now I won't say super serial. Just a lot of people try it and have a master one thing. And I tell people their streams become puddles. Right. And yeah. you're just kind of spinning your wheels. Yeah. Just spinning. Yeah. So what about dating another entrepreneur? 
entrepreneur, entrepreneur, what are the pros and cons? We talked about dating a person with a job. What about two entrepreneurs? You got to find out. I think that would be amazing because I think it's just so many things that you can bounce off of each other. Right. You know, and come up with new ideas and things like that. I think that would be amazing. A better match. Yeah, that would be you know, it depends on the situation, but in my mind, yeah, because I'm always thinking like, okay, how can I make this work? Okay. You know, how can I, you know, what else, how can I draw off of it? I got you. Yeah. I got you. So, be- so before we close, take us real quick from start to finish a day in the life of Tova did it. Now, from the from the standpoint of the trucking industry, okay. Do you go get it? Thing. Like, where, where do you park it? Do you have to go get it? Do you load it? Like, you, you got to get online and see what you can bid on do you bid take us from start to finish a day in the life of oh, okay Tova. a day in the life of Tova. so in the morning i will get up get on my computer and um i will look and see whether they have loads on the load board which is mostly brokered loads with our stuff is seasonal so sometimes in the peak season which begins in like the spring i have certain direct com- companies that okay. i haul for so they will actually contact me so i can either figure out whether or not it's somebody that I already do business with and they say, hey, we need this load done. So I decide whether I'm going to get a brokered load or a direct load. And then I get my drivers situated. So I get them first. I have two drivers, so I make sure that I have them straight first. So I'll get the load, whether I go on the load board and um, call in their fuel. Okay. So I call in their fuel. I don't just let them go willy-nilly with the Got fuel it. account. Okay. <laughs> okay. Call I it call it in because I have one place, so I park my trucks um, in Fairburn. Okay. And then I, I have two in two in Fairburn, one in Palmetto. So I call in the fuel, and um, they get their fuel. Okay. Maybe they get enough for maybe like three days or something. So, so far, we woke up, we check and see on the low board what's coming and going. Yep. So you guys have a database of things that uh, uh, companies need shipped back and forth. So it's not hard Correct. to find work. No, it's not it's hard not. to find work. Okay. You, no. Then you got your drivers that you certified, that you got a great relationship with. You see if they're available? No, they work every day. Okay, it's, they work Except every- for the weekends, and then if I have weekend work, that's optional. It's not mandatory. Okay. We, we, we take care of the fuel. We take care of the fuel. Without, we don't let them just willy-nilly. We don't let them ball. Now, what happens now? Okay, so, mash everybody up. Right, so I dispatch them, which would mean me sending them a text with all the details of the load that they're going to do. Okay. Which is to and from, what it pays. Gotcha. And um, they go get the load. And so basically throughout the rest of the day, they'll um, get a text from me, you know, just updates whether or not they're loaded, unloaded, or whatever, going to the next location. So I get okay. them straight. And then if I'm working that day, I'll get my loads together and I'll go do my loads. And, you know, everybody goes out, does their freight, comes back in. But if it's a day that I'm not working, I may be looking for new opportunities or conferences or, you mm. know, just other ways to expand or get us better paying freight. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Any, any reason you chose the flatbed over the cargo, over the... For me, it pays better per mile because flatbed. it requires some physical work. Because mm. what we do, we have to strap it down or chain it down. The other ones, what are you saying, like vans, they're called vans, the long ones. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're called vans. Van. Yeah, okay. they're called vans okay. with just the doors. So it does require some more physical work and you kind of out in the, in the elements a little more. So you got to charge more for that? Yeah, well, yeah. they pay us more for that, so... Okay. And, you know, and then the heavier equipment, 
like oversized loads and things like that, which is like the big um, construction machinery, the mm-hmm. really big stuff. Mm-hmm. Those would naturally pay more. But yeah, it pays a little more. Is the client there. telling you, so when you go onto the board, is the fee that they're willing to pay there or you say, I need this much? It depends. Yeah. Sometimes the fee is listed there. And then when you do call them, you can negotiate and say, hey, fuel's going up. You watching the news? Like, I'm, I need X, Y, Z to haul this load. Or, you know, if it's a hot load, they'll pay you, you know, pay you whatever you want. It hot is, load means we need it right now? We need it right now. Okay. It's late. It's, you know, just urgent. Okay. So they'll pay more for that. So sometimes it goes back and forth. It depends on what season, like when the season slows down, the rates go down. Okay. Yeah, for us, the rates will go down. Let me um, ask you this. How much, how much I need to, how much it costs to get in? There you go. Yeah, I mean, like, you know what? How, there's, I mean, different, I, there's different ways. <laughs> there's different ways and different rates. Okay. So me... And I know people, a lot of people are like, hey, go out and buy this brand new truck and brand new equipment. But this is just me. Everything is not for everybody. But it has worked for me. So when I started, I got good used equipment. Like it wasn't a brand new 20, 22 or, you know, <laughs> 20, 20 or 20. 18. Right, 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 right. We went back. So yeah, I have. I, when I got into it, I got good older model trucks. Okay. And and with the the trucks, what a lot of people fail to realize is, is that the new trucks are gonna break down like the old trucks. Right. So please don't believe that hype because you have still have your truck note and your truck is newer. You have higher truck insurance yeah, parts and, and things like that. So me, what I do have right now is good used equipment. Of course. Which it was, you know, when I got my trucks, they were like, they ranged from maybe like ten thousand to sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah. So and I, I actually got them from an auction. Okay. So I took a mechanic and let him check them out, and I did pretty good. Like I haven't, I have good used equipment. So Tove, I, I mean, can I do, can I do three, four grand a week profit? Oh yeah. That's, I want, I want to see your face when you, yeah. and, and you look I'm like, like that's I nothing. Do, I'm like if I'm like if I drive, it, so okay, me as a driver, and I can just scoot around and do that in a couple of days. Three or four grand a week. Yeah, just scooting around. Okay. Like, and I, I, just, I just wanted to throw something out there to make sure like, I got at least five yeah, figures. I'm local. I'm, I'm local, so none of my drivers are over the road. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my drivers go home every night. Okay. And, uh, but that's what I do. But my drivers, they make a, they make a, you know. Is that acceptable. my net? Is that my profit? Or that's my revenue? So, are you talking about my trucks or me? Are you talking about an individual that's saying, hey, I want to drive a truck and I want to own the truck? Yeah, I just want to own the truck. So I don't, I don't want to drive it. I want to own it. Can, oh, I bring yeah. in, can I bring in three, four grand a week, but owning it, and that's after I pay So he may have to go a little further out over okay. the road, but it's definitely possible. Yeah. Okay. You can do it. Yep. Do you have a course or anything that you're working on to teach people how to do it? I don't have one yet, but I'm working on getting it together. Okay. So I do have um, where I will train my drivers or sometimes I have people that want to learn how to drive or learn how to do flatbed that haven't ever you know gotten any experience hands-on experience so okay I'm willing to do that okay well I'm always looking for well, another way on. you know that's another on. episode yeah that's, that's another episode. episode let's do it let's do it let's, <laughs> let's do, it. do it so look oh, before, be fun. before we get out of here I want to start <laughs> something new with you right okay so I got my this the instincts podcast right okay got yes. my prop here in the building 
if you had to compare yourself to one animal, <laughs> what would it be and why? Mm, so I have been told, I've never thought about it, but I have been told that I was like, I think, is it a honey badger? Oh, that's like the thing that they, goes and don't stop. All right, and that's they're vicious like, and can't they nothing stop. Vicious them. and yeah. can't nothing. So if I had to think, because I never the honey, I mean, badger. the honey badger will come and keep coming. Oh, from man. what you I understand, no, you, you can't, can't stop. stop no, seriously, he's, he's so unstoppable. Then I'll yeah. take it. He's unstoppable. I'll take it. The honey badger. The honey badger. Well, I was not expecting that, <laughs> but now that, I, now that I think about it, that's about right. That's a young lady that's right. eternally optimistic. Nothing stops her. She's got her own business. She's got several trucks. Talk about the RV real quick. What are we going to do with the RV? I don't know. We can do something. We can make another. We got like two or three episodes left in us, Brian. Okay. All right. Well, For the RV, stop. whatever. Whatever. We can pull it out here. We can take it somewhere else. Did she say we can pull it out here? I can drive. You don't don't get scared. I can come. I can no, drive. no, no. I'm, I'm getting excited. Yeah. So how can, we, how can we make money real quick with the RV? That's another house. On wheels. It's everything in there. Fully Kitchen, bath, microwave, stove, shower. Have you taken it across country? Have you taken not, it? Not, I want, my brother wants to go across country, and I think I will when I slow down. It's just going to take, I'll need like at least two weeks. Okay. You know, to go like way to Cali well, yeah, and, yeah. Come, and right. see things and stop and, you know, We can, and we can rent the RV out and let people use it careful people whatever we got insurance but is that enough? that's a money making avenue right right yeah right that's okay the thing. she said we got two or three episodes in us yeah. what i like about the instincts podcast i got a lot of business relationships developing mm -hmm. i'm going back to watch these uh recordings too so i won't renege on these promises brian don't so, play with I'm me just saying. Be like <laughs> this evening i'll be like okay let me know yeah pull it out we need to we do something two with it episodes rv and flatbed so let's do hands it hands on where can they find you? Are you looking for any drivers? Are you looking for, oh, how can we help you? What do, what do they need to do? We know you Toba did it. Yes, so I'm definitely always looking for drivers. So you can find me on Facebook. Uh, Tova Reader, T-O-V-A is the first name. Last name is Reader, R-E-E-D-E-R. -E -E mm. You can also find me on Instagram at Tova Did It. That's T-O-V-A-D-I-D-I-T. Absolutely. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I mean, you can shoot me a message wherever, right? Wherever, however you like to reach me. But I'm always looking for drivers. Um, the drivers, they, I would like for them to have two years of driving experience, preferably flatbed experience, but it's not required. Okay. Yes, yeah, not mandatory. But um, please reach out to me. I'm always looking for drivers, and I'm actually now going to get ready to start doing leasing on of owner operators. So if you're an owner operator, if you're looking for some steady work, steady freight, and you don't want the responsibilities that come along with the trucking, you know, being the owner, some people just want to drive. Yeah, you know, absolutely. some people want to drive and they don't want to do the paperwork part of it mm -hmm. and you know that whole side of it. So if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out to me and we can see what we can put together. Nice man. I love it. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I really am. I really am, man. It's a great day to change lives. This is Tova Did It. You are inspiring so many people, not just women, but entrepreneurs in general. And I had to bring you out here for that reason. As usual, this episode was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. We turn trials and tribulations into celebrations and show you how to formulate, market, and monetize your success 
clearly she's not had that many trials and tribulations because she just <laughs> does it and does it and continues to do it. And that's the kind of attitude you got to have. So we got another episode in this. We're going to come back and talk about these RVs. Okay. All right, man. It's a great day to change lives. Remember, your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Thank you for joining us on the Instincts Podcast. The Honey Badger. Whew. That's me. Go look it up. Go look it up. They don't play. <laughs> they don't play. <laughs> Good